Welcome back, Cardinal community, to our district spotlight for January. Um, and so I have the pleasure of sitting across from Mrs. Jane Pollard. Hi, Ms. Pollard. Good morning. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Um, Ms. Pollard, how long have you been serving in your role, right? Um, and what role is that? And then take us through the journey of what your career looked like, you know, prior to serving in this role. Sure. So I currently serve as the assistant superintendent for career preparation. My area of responsibility is our secondary schools. I had kind of a unique journey getting into education when I graduated from Indiana University back in the day. It was late 80s, early 90s of my, my time there. Um, there weren't any teaching jobs in Indiana, so all of my sorority sisters um, packed up and decided to move coastal. They all moved to the beach and went on this new adventure to, to find teaching jobs. And, I was engaged to be married at the time to my husband, and so I didn't get to move coastal. Um, I had to stay local and find something else to do with my education degree. He was not on board with that. Huh? He was. I don't remember us having a lot of conversation about it, but <laughs> it just I guess wasn't a thought. We huh? just knew that this is where we were going to live. He uh, was working here, so. And you're courageous uh, for saying what year you're graduating college. Too. Thank <laughs> you, Ms. Pollock. <laughs> yeah, no, no worries. It feels like yesterday for sure. But uh, so I had worked for the city of Greenwood through high school in and college and they had a director of recreation position opening mm -hmm. that did require a degree either in park and recreation or in education so i applied for the job um, was offered the job and those were really fun days my area of responsibility back then was really to plan fun for people so we uh, that sounds great it was so much fun we and and working for uh, a city for a government agency taught me a lot about the processes and operations that schools use because it's the same you know, same kinds of things, same mm -hmm. ideas. But anyway, we um, planned recreational programming for adults and for youth. And during my tenure there, we were the team that built the new community center that's now 30 years old. But the mm. new community center, the new fire station, and the new um, the police station that's in that little Serena Square there. Jeanette Serena was the mayor. Mm. Loved her. She was a hands-on leader. Some of my best leadership examples came from working during that time, Charlie Henderson was a police officer who then mm. became chief of police and then went on to become mayor. Right, yeah. And all of those guys kind of hung out at the community center and then we all grew up together. I mm. kind of say that we grew up in our careers together. So oh, that's really cool. Um, after I had my first son, um, I decided that it was really hard to work when everybody else was playing. And so um, I came back to, I did, had done my uh, student teaching in Perry Township. Okay. So I came back here to this building, which at the time was Keystone Middle School, mm. and uh, was offered a position by Hal Cole mm. to teach sixth grade block, which at the time was um, language arts and social studies. We had okay. everybody in this building. We were back in that day, um, between us and at the time what was called Meridian Middle School um, were one of the largest were the largest middle school in the state of Indiana wow. one of the two of us not something really that is a, an award you're trying to get because that's how many people we had in this building but that's crazy yeah it, it was uh, that's one of my memories about being here is wall-to-wall -wall people yeah so big big yes. big staff then that means the staff, big staff. is like yes. bigger than the one that's currently even here then. exactly and we had classrooms everywhere like we do yeah. these days yeah. but we had just classrooms everywhere and and one of my funny stories is a couple early in my career a couple years in um, we had the fire in the gym and what we called the new gym because we were under renovation and back then we didn't have cell phones we didn't have telephones and uh, I mean in classrooms and yeah. you know widely available on your body 
And so um, the way people got information was from the television. So if school was canceled, you saw it on the news in the morning when you were getting ready. Teachers, students, <laughs> everyone. Right. You just turned on the news you and watched it. Turned I on the news. the news to my parents. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So the year of the fire, um, it was also the year we had changed our name from Keystone to Southport. And no one knew what the building was called. None of the newscasters. I don't think that their information had updated. Yeah. So, so they were saying, you know, if you are a student at Keystone Middle School, is it Southport Middle School? No, I think it's Southport. Well, it's on Keystone Avenue. No, I think it's Keystone. No one knew. <laughs> and so finally they showed a picture of the building and said, if you work or teach in this building you do not have school today which was <laughs> and it was being renovated right it totally being oh, renovated that's fantastic. So, i mean it was and we moved we didn't have air conditioning <laughs> we didn't have windows <laughs> obviously we didn't have d-wing d-wing was what was being oh, added gotcha. so we only had a b and c we didn't have, wow. have d-wing so and we thought that was amazing that you could walk across the building <laughs> yeah before you had to go to the yeah front you had to go up back. and then uh, and around so you always had to come up to that hallway exactly right? exactly so we holy thought, junk that's crazy to was, think about like what what is that and the offices were um where the sixth grade academy attaches now we had trailers and those trailers had air conditioning, and as a teacher... Oh, you we, wanted a trailer. Well, you definitely wanted a trailer, because it had air conditioning. But we didn't get the trailers. The office people got the trailers. Oh, we had a lot to say about back the, then. The office had the trailers. <laughs> they did. They had the air conditioning. So kids had to walk outside to go to the office? And, well, it was attached. It, 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 you didn't have to walk outside. It was oh, attached okay. enough that you could just walk there, and I don't know, maybe, maybe <laughs> uh, have Yeah, so... But Nuts. we, you know, I just remember as teachers going, like, why did they get the air conditioning? And, but we also didn't have emergency lights, so when the lights went off here and they did frequently we were completely in the dark so yeah so. and now i remember fixing a room at the high school because it that happened yes we had it and there were no kids couldn't see kids yes. were chipping over chairs because yeah. we had made what was a storage room into a classroom yes. and we didn't add emergency lighting because yes. it wasn't a thought in our head exactly and so oh, i don't think, think it was a thing back then yeah so, probably not some of my earliest memories here were of those um, were fun those so were fun good memories. bob bohannon vicky carpenter and i all taught in this building together uh, and so we and we grew, also grew up together in our careers and so it was really stories. fun back then to yeah to yeah. share the laughter and the stories so um after teaching here about 10 years then I went over to central office I worked as one of our first instructional coaches mm. um, back then the te I worked in the technology department and the technology back then was trying to put a phone in each classroom and so that was the new latest and greatest um, and shortly after that then computers um, in locations for teachers to have access to Wow, was that quick after so it went phones then right into desktop, right into computer. desktop computers wow, and those couldn't have been cheap then they were not cheap but one thing i've always appreciated about perry township is they've really always had a nice balance between trying to figure out what is going to impact education and yet not having to be the first mm. to have to learn all the lessons to run into that right yeah. so our our people have always been had a nice balance of forward thinking but also um mm. some real um care and concern towards making sure that it's actually going to enhance the work yeah. that we do. So yeah, not go down I, a rabbit hole and not go down a rabbit hole for nothing. Exactly. Yeah. But while oh, we're on the good. subject of computers, when uh, I was here in this building, I remember the day we got the internet in this building, which was in lower <laughs> C wing. Um, and it was one, I don't know, switch or something they turned on to one computer and Kevin Buckingham and Kelly Harmon and I went down there. You know, we knew it was coming. Hold on. So one computer in the building one got computer. the internet. And it was in the computer lab, which was oh, down in Lower okay. City. Made sense that yeah. it would be down there. Right? We, at that point, didn't have any understanding of what value it might bring to, you know, office people. So it was down. We, we at that time, were completely thinking about classroom uh, instruction. So what, 
you know, that's the place where we can. Yes. I'm not sure back then. I mean, now I'm being silly, but I'm not sure back then we had projectors. We had overhead projectors, but I don't remember anything on that computer being able to be projected. So, uh, but you know, it was the old dial-up, cha-ching, modem you had to wait for and Um, wait for. Yeah, yeah. exactly. (laughs) So, but yeah, those were the days. We've come a long way since then. So yeah, it's fun. After my um, instructional coaching days, I. while I was doing that, I got pretty involved in the curriculum work. Um, I, mm. I have a master's degree in curriculum instruction. That's one of my master's degrees. And um, that work has always been a passion of mine. And so I was involved in some of our initiatives around curriculum mapping. We're just trying to make sure some of the early versions of the work you guys do now, making sure we have a viable curriculum mm. that serves the needs of our community. Mm. Um, and then shortly after that, we um, the influx of our um, our refugee and immigrant population started increasing, and so mm-hmm. I became the first administrator over our Yale department for Perry Johnson. So like early two thousands, yes. somewhere in there, right? Yeah, two thousand ish, maybe yeah. a little after that. Maybe mid two thousands, but gotcha. yeah, that um, and we were receiving hundreds of refugees a month back then. Um, huh. Lots. Of, I, right now we're we were like, man, we received thirty Congolese students in a quarter. I mean, in a semester, and you're talking hundreds, hundreds in a month. In a month. Oh my district. mercy! It was we were, we moved at a fast pace. We figured lots of things out. It was great work. It's that position that really um, showed me firsthand so many great examples of the people that we have in this district and in this community. Wow. Um, it's a people first place to live. That's why people really like living in Perry Township and working in Perry Township because, um, you know, that's always been the center of what we take care of first. What are the yeah. needs of the people and how can we do this and how can we, I've learned that here too. Yeah. yeah. How can we start something and then do it better tomorrow? And, yeah. and that's exactly what, we didn't know what we didn't know. I'm, I'm thankful for that now. But when <laughs> I look back and think, oh my gosh, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't have a good plan. No, we didn't because we didn't know they were going to come hundreds at a time. Yeah. But um, I'll always be thankful for, for that, that's those cool. times down there. Yeah. Shortly after the um, EL administrative position, then I became the director of elementary education and I worked with our federal grants in the title role. Mm-hmm. Then I was... Yeah. After that, approached and asked to serve in this role as a superintendent, assistant superintendent. Mm. And how long have you been in this role? This is your. This is my second year to lead. Yeah. I did have about six months ahead of time with oh, Bob yeah. Bohannon That's when right. I um, was working directly with him to prepare yeah. for the role. That's right. So. Um. Well, we've talked about your professional history, and I feel like we have almost, like, no time left. Sorry. Uh, no, no, it's okay. I think our listeners are going to just really appreciate hearing the wide array of experiences that you've had and the fun that like you had along the way that sometimes it's just about the journey maybe more so about the journey um so true so i've been asking this question with our district leaders and so and you can answer it either way it's kind of it's two prongs you can pick one prong or maybe connect them both um what's something you would want a person to know in perry township schools it's either a new employee that like why you really value perry township schools right and like, or the other part of it, what you come to love about Perry Township Schools. You've yeah. had quite, a, quite an experience here. Yeah, it, that's easy to answer. Um, I, I started here and have never left. My whole career in education has been here. Mm. And it really is because of the people. I, and I say this a lot, you will not find more passionate educators, um, more passionate and more knowledgeable um, people who are here to serve students than you will um, working for Perry Township Schools. And that is true from um, the the first person our students meet in the morning and our bus drivers mm-hmm. to the people who keep our buildings up and running through our facilities and, 
and grounds people to our teachers and our office workers, instructional mm -hmm. aides, our administrators, all through um, in every facet of this work. Mm -hmm. We have student-centered thinkers who, again, maybe we don't make all 100% of the right decisions all the time, but we mm -hmm. are collaborators who work together and who mm -hmm. are quick to say, like, I don't see that working in the way that we wanted it to for kids. What else can we do? How can we tweak this? What can we add to it? Yeah. Um, I also would extend that line of thinking to our um, parents and our students. There's something about living on the south side of Indianapolis and being part of this community that people invest in. Yep. And and we mm -hmm. all are here for the good of this community. Yeah. And um, rarely does a month, maybe even a couple of weeks go by when I don't run into a community member who's, who's wanting to know how they can help make our, our schools better for kids, um, you know, a family situation better. And, and I, you know, you see that it's easy to see that, I guess, in times of crisis, when our community goes through a crisis. There was, you don't hardly have to say anything out loud in our community response. But our community responds daily. They don't uh, wait for a crisis. That's true. And yeah. one piece of evidence I encourage people to, to find or to listen to is at board meetings, yeah, we announce... Yeah, I thought I was going to end, so please yeah, share. Please share. We announce all of the um, community donations because it's phenomenal what this community does to support students. Okay. And so every board meeting, you'll hear, and, and we try the best we can. There's so many that it's not always easy, but we try to tell the stories. Like this is, you know, the parent of a member of this team, or this is the grandparent, or this is a community member who went to this school back in the 70s and they remember that what it's like and they want to support kids so I, I just I wouldn't work mm. anywhere else this has been such a rewarding place to to grow as an educator and mm. um, to grow alongside people who are amazing thinkers um, to, to serve alongside uh, teachers and and just leaders who want what's best for kids mm. and I truly think that the uh, model that we have about we we grow kids is something we all embody so yeah that's great. That's a great way to end it. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time.